Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good mythical morning, everyone. It's the one and only notorious glorious V, the Gorilla Economist, coming to you live with my main man, CJ, aka El Cuco, the master of the flux capacitor. And we're giving you the news, the views, and all the information important to you. Check us at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. And check us out on DTube, Facebook, uh, all the other good stuff that's out there. Uh, if you can't find us on one of those social media stuff on Rogue uh, News, try Rogue Money, our old moniker. Uh, you can find us there as well. And with that being said, also check out our sponsors. Check them out. Check them out. TheCryptoSchool.io. TheCryptoSchool.io. Get in there. Learn to trade. Learn about cryptos. Make some money for yourself. TheCryptoSchool.io. And folks, let's talk about MyCBDEdibles.com. MyCBDEdibles.com. That is the place for you to get your deliciousness, get your CBD fix on. Till the break of dawn, mycbdedibles.com, whether it's the delectable coffee, the wonderful, incredible chocolate peanut butter buckeyes, or perhaps that pecan almond truffle, whatever the heck it is that you need, go to mycbdedibles.com, get your CBD dosing fix right there. It's way better than taking the actual oil. It's 100% CBD isolate, pure, right to the core, and uh, just simply amazing. And that being said, CJ, let's crack lacking. Hey V, good morning. Doing great. Uh, it's it, it's Friday. We're going into a holiday weekend, so oh, yeah. um, I'm doing great. Hopefully you're doing well, and hope our, hopefully our listeners are, are doing well as well. V. Absolutely, man. I, you know, I, I I plum forgot. I plum forgot, CJ. It is the one and only Labor Day weekend. It I is. It. Yeah, Dude, can I you mean, believe we're already like yeah, we're like in the fourth quarter, and it's just yeah, it's been an amazing fast year. Jeez, oh, twenty eighth almost over, man. You know, it's like twenty eighteen is over. It's it's done. Yeah, it's time to start planning for twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, and this closes out like this closes out like the the largest uh, portion of what people will do in terms of solidifying candidates and investing money for the midterm. So it, so it's so so it's here. It's game face on from from this point on. Heading into yeah. the midterms, yeah, absolutely. It is. It is the game face is on, my friend. There's no doubt about it. Uh, see, you're out in Vegas. You're in some major trade show. How's everything going over there? Every everything's going great, and and we really want to with this industry and the cannabis industry, and we want to really try to help and provide opportunity for everyone. I know that some, some sounds like like some Elon Musk statement. <laughs> <laughs> But we do, and and uh, we're going to be doing doing some very uh, unique, very creative things to get other people involved, build a, a community 
around it, um, help others who who want to potentially get in this industry because, like, it, it's just an explode explosion right now of industry. Like, it, for example, like in in Nevada, Nevada uh, this year alone was their first year, and they've seen o- over 135 million dollars in uh, sales of of cannabis, and it contributed directly like just overwhelmingly amount to help everything from school programs to repaving and and the community that's there. So so yes, we want to we want to do that. So there's going to be more information uh, coming, some steps that we're taking and we're part that we're glad that Rogue is going to be a, a part of that V and uh, something that we've kind of been working on the past couple of years and it's going to be no different than the next model that we're building as far as our our platform as well. So so very exciting things happening going into next year. Yeah, I'm excited about it as well, man. There's, there's just tremendous, tremendous opportunities. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Siege is the final countdown. So I won't play the music because then YouTube. Dun, 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 yeah, exactly. Don't hum it too much. You hum it more than 10 oh, seconds. They'll pick up YouTube the will ban you. Yeah. <laughs> don't even hum it. Five <laughs> seconds tops. <laughs> Oh, my man, it's the uh, final countdown over here. <clears throat> it's from our buddies over at Zero Hedge and a bunch of other sources here. Caught on video, Syrian convoy heads to Idlib for the final battle. Idlib is the final holdout of Al-Qaeda 2.0, a.k.a. ISIS, a.k.a. USIS, a.k.a. the deep state contraption that it is. The speculation mounts that the Syrian army is prepared for a Russia-backed anti-terror operation in Idlib, dubbed by one army officer as the, quote, the final battle. Videos emerge of a convoy of Syrian army troops heading towards the front line. As they passed through the Mar Shahur village in Hama, soldiers rode on top of lorries <clears throat> carrying tanks, artillery, and armored personnel carriers. One army officer said to his troops they were ready for the final battle against the militants in Idlib province. And uh, this clip comes as the Russian foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, warned and asked the West not to intervene. Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, uh, one of the the smartest guys out there, literally one of the smartest guys out there. Lavrov hot on the heels of what this general has said, if you guys remember, maybe about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when when the Russians got word that, quote, a group of a dozen, quote-unquote, specialists have arrived in Idlib province, okay? The, 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 the White Helmets are getting ready for another another Broadway production of of, uh, of, of uh, Syria gas attack, another another Broadway production. And it's the same. See, you, you figure the deep state gets creative, right, CJ? You figure they get creative. At some point, you would think they had an ounce of it left, but they don't. <laughs> no. Right. Right. Exactly. You figure that they won't try a gas attack, an attack that's been done several times, proven to be a complete joke. Nobody buys it. Only the knee jerk idiots that are in the United States government only responds to it. No one's buying the pretext for U.S. involvement. Everybody knows the U.S. is behind the white helmets. Everybody knows the U.S. deep state's involved and, and is, is, is helping to uh, cajole the white helmets alongside George Soros. 
Everybody knows these things. Every single person knows this, and nobody's buying it. But do you think that stops the deep state? Do you think the deep state is deterred? Folks, these people are literally that dumb. They are that stupid that even when weeks on out, the Russians have come forward and said, hey, you know what? There's going to be another false flag. And here are some of the pictures. And they start showing you pictures. They start sharing intel with other nations. They start going before the United Nations and say, hey, you know what? Uh, we believe there's going to be a, a false flag in Syria. Here's what's going to look like. This is the province. They're basically laying it out for you. You might think the deep state would say, hey, you know what? Our cover is blown. If we try to do this, uh, no one's going to bite. Maybe we should try another type of false flag. I don't know. Maybe we should say that, uh, uh, you know, know, maybe commandeer an airplane and and ram it into a a, a building and say that Bashir al-Assad was uh, flying the plane and parachuted out before the plane uh, crashed into uh, a children's hospital or something like that. You know? I I mean, be creative, deep state. Be creative. But they can't. They simply cannot. So Lavrov goes to the UN. He goes to uh, you know a lot uh, of people, especially especially Turkey. You got to remember what Jim Willie says. You know, Erdogan is Putin's little puppy. He's he is right now Putin's little boy. So Lavrov goes for full political understanding between Russia and Turkey, who support opposing sides of the Syrian civil war but are currently in intense negotiations to ensure that Idlib does not become a breaking point in the alliance. It's And uh, one of the things that Lavrov says, he goes, I hope our Western partners will not give in to rebel provocations and will not obstruct an anti-terror operation in Idlib. I mean, think about that. <clears throat> and he said that. Where did he say that? Well, he said that in, in a conference. In Saudi Arabia, I'm sorry, in in Moscow, with his Saudi Arabian counterpart, Abdel al-Jabir. Think about that. The Russians, knowing this whole thing's coming apart, it's coming down, they call the Saudis. I want you to think about the significance of this. The Russians call the Saudis. They call their foreign minister, and they tell him, hey, fly up to Moscow. We want to have a word with you. They didn't go down to Riyadh. They went directly to Moscow. And once he was there, what do you think? What do you think they talked about? What do you think they talked about? Oh, I'm sure they talked about oil. Oh, I'm sure they talked about pricing in non-dollar terms. But most importantly, I bet you the heat of the conversation, the entire the entire meat of the conversation was, hey, here's the deal. That little funneling of logistical support, money, and backing that you're doing to ISIS, yeah, you're going to cut that out. You're going to cut that out. Or I'm going to make sure... Or we're going to make sure that every single oil deal that goes through that you guys are cut out of it. That we will strangle you dry. You folks, you got to understand what is happening in the Middle East. For over 60 some odd years, folks. For over 60 some odd years, 70 some odd years. The dominant 
deep state powers using laws like Sykes-Picot have carved up the Middle East, have created little fiefdoms on which they can manipulate. And one of those fiefdoms that have emerged to be a, 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 a trusting lapdog of the globalist elite is the House of Saud. And I'm telling you right now that the Saudis are waking up to a new reality. You know what that new reality is, folks? Folks, the entire Middle East has flipped. It is not an Anglo-American-centric Middle East. It is not a Middle East that's going to kowtow to U.S. power, U.S. influence, U.S. anything. They understand there are new players at work, China, Russia, and they're doing what they can to stop a greater conflagration. And they're winning economically, geostrategically, and with most importantly, a wedge, a wedge that they were able to drive deep into the Middle East. And that wedge, my friend, is Iran. That has changed the game. So what is happening in the Middle East? Well, 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 Syria, of course, is on the the new multipolar side. So is Iraq. Oh, yeah. UAE, better believe it or not, is going to be coming along. Yemen is on board. Egypt is on board. The, the Gulf fiefdom state of Oman is quietly coming on board. Kuwait is quietly coming on board. You see? The only ones that are left is the Saudi proxies like Bahrain and Saudi Arabia itself. The U.S.-Israel lackey, which is called Jordan. Those are the only ones that are left. Lebanon is on board. So the entire Middle East, folks, they have sniffed the change in the wind. And it's in this backdrop. This is the backdrop. And the reason why I give this information to you folks is this is the backdrop on which this whole entire Idlib offensive is happening. The Idlib offensive is the last hurrah. It is the Dunkirk of ISIS, except there's no rescue boats coming. <laughs> okay. Lavrov went to accuse the West of actively he of heating up the idea of so-called planned chemical attack by Syrian government. As we detailed previously over the last week, Moscow has accused Syrian rebels of planning and staging chemical attacks in the northwestern province. The tie-in article that also connects this is from uh, <clears throat> Mint Press, where the Syria delivers evidence. Listen to this. Syria delivers evidence to the U.N. showing the Idlib rebel preparations to stage false flag chemical attacks. Warnings from Syria's U.N. representatives and the Russian military follow hawkish statements recently made by members of the Trump administration. You know, you know, <clears throat> the maniacal mustache can help himself. John Bolton, <laughs> as soon as, uh, uh, as, soon as uh, uh, the, the whiff of chlorine gas, the whiff of death, entered the maniacal mustache's nostrils, John Bolton immediately got an erection. No Viagra needed. And he started screaming loudly for death and destruction. The maniacal mustache couldn't help himself. 
The maniacal mustache, the one of the most vociferous people when it comes to war. The maniacal mustache who, who couldn't fight his way out of a wet paper bag. All of a sudden is out there screaming for, for more death. During a speech delivered on Tuesday, United Nations Council, Syria's permanent UN representative Bashir al-Jafari claimed to have provided the information to the council that was evidence that armed opposing groups, including the al-Qaeda affiliate al-Nursa Front, were gathering to use chemical weapons against civilians in Syria province of Idlib in an effort to frame the Syrian government for attack. In other words, it's the same freaking thing that Jafir or Jafari from Syria, the UN representative, has been saying to the damn UN idiots for quite some time. Jafari's warning comes as Syria and its allies are preparing for a major military offensive that would target rebel-held Idlib province, which even mainstream Western outlets admit is dominated by terrorist groups and their affiliates. So, the Western lackeys who talk about, you know, freedom and democracy and women's rights. Folks, you got to understand, every single town that the Syrian army goes to and liberates from the hands of the terrorists, the first thing the women do is take off their burqas and hijabs and burn them. It's the first thing they do, right? The first thing they do is is is, is just be, you know, shouting in, in, in elation and in cheer, so happy to return back to normalcy. And the idiot Western, demo- the, the Western powers want you to believe that as Bashir uh, al-Assad is winning this war, he's winning this war, that all of a sudden he has this penchant that right before he's about to wipe out the terrorists, he's going to use a chemical attack so he can incur some cruise missile strikes. That whole, that whole pretext is falling apart. It doesn't work anymore. So this is the final countdown. And I would not be surprised I wouldn't be surprised if there was absolutely no response at all from the U.S. this time around. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised that in the in 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 such a an environment of massive evidence coming forward, being put forth by the Syrians, by the Russians, hey. Here are the pictures, here's the videos, here's the here's everything you need, here's the 12 guys that are involved, this is what our spy satellites caught, here's the rock-solid evidence, there's a false flag being staged, another gas attack to be blamed on Bashir al-Assad, don't fall for it, this is an anti-terror operation, let the anti-terror operation go through. You guys admit with your own mouths the city of Idlib is controlled by terrorists, let us go out there and clean out the rats. You think in, a, in, a, in an environment where it's that blatant, where the cover has been blown, that the, the deep staters would hold back. We shall see. We shall see. CJ, your thoughts, sir? <clears throat> Sorry about that, V. Um, no, no problem. You you know, yourself. Yeah, yeah, you broke that down <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfectly, and and I think what's important to remember here is that when we look at these events unfolding, like the past several years, the past 16 years, all of these are events of the deep state, the cabal, you know, so don't don't mistake this as far as saying, hey, you know, because I see comments sometimes where the post where people are like, what, but Jim Willie's anti-American and, and London Paul's comments are too. It's, 
they're, it's not anti-American. It's anti-deep state and anti. Correct. So the thing, it, it, it's it's about the cabal. So so when we say things about about the military and the capabilities and everything, you know, V and I are probably like two of the most patriotic people that you could yep. ever envision. So so it's not that. It's the hate of the deep state, the hate of the cabal yep. that has put America in this situation. Correct. And, and and the years that this has been extended, V, just time and time again. And you're right. Every bit of it, you know, ha, has has backfired. Look at the trillions of dollars that the United States has spent in the Middle East. And what are the net results, V? Nothing. Nothing. There's no net results for it. So it's it, it's time. And and the administration, whether you hate Trump or you like Trump, no matter where you are. Uh, he is the last line of resistance against this complete takeover that was going to happen. And people need to realize that. Yep. And and I really think that if Trump doesn't succeed, you're going to see America jump even further into more of a socialist state. And people say that can't happen. But look at some of the recent elections that, that are happening. There's a younger generation who were would be perfectly fine with some type of socialist United States. So that's the danger period that we're in. And Syria... Syria marks the point, V, that we really, you know, that 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 Russia, China, you know, took it to the cabal, affected them, and they're pissed off as hell about it, and and now that's coming to an end. So I'm I'm excited for this. I I hope that uh, the Syria is completely liberated, that the deep state, the cabal is kicked out. It looks like now that they're 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 rushing pot, potentially into Afghanistan, and there's. You know, somehow there's arms and weapons coming in, probably more than likely from Saudi Arabia. You know, who yep. knows? Uh, but th this we just need to be aware of this. So if this happens, that we we end Syria, we, we, we move forward. It's a huge win and it's a, a huge, you know, cut and incision into the deep state. Yep, exactly. See, speaking of um, uh, some of the uh, uh, things that are happening, we have the situation with uh, Trump and Sessions. Trump saying that Sessions is safe until November is Q failing Trump, CJ? What is your perspective on that, man? You, you know, here here's the thing, and and I, I I get the whole the whole the whole Q thing, right? I, I totally get it. Uh, the, the the only thing, the only other perspective that I really think that people need to this this whole line with with trust sessions that there's things happening in the background. What I don't want to happen is that that nothing does happen. So for all those that are saying, you know, trust him, uh, you know, we, 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 we just need to wait. We just need to wait. Things are going to happen. Just be patient. Uh, you know, a couple of perspectives. I think that as far as exposing the corruption, the things that have happened in the United States, the statement gets mentioned often that we can't handle it, that uh, um, America won't be able to handle the, the deep, dark secrets of, of America's past. And, and I firmly don't believe that. Yeah, I know that there's a portion of society that that won't believe it but what's the difference what's the difference between between being honest and telling the truth and bringing all this to the surface instead of uh, instead of chat rooms and 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 blogospheres and all that bring it to the surface and expose what's better exposing the truth or the continuous lies that the US media continues to feed us that we're we're, we're up against because they, they continuously do it time after time again. So what I don't want to happen is we run the risk where this this whole trust sessions, but on the on the surface, and we're seeing uh, someone who who be how many times have we said that there's certain things that 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 sessions could be doing right on the surface? He could have easily like day one, he could have easily went to the FBI, 
you know, we know now that 35,000 more emails came forward. We know that the FBI didn't even look at the majority of these emails, especially the right. one on Anthony Weir's laptop. He could have easily asked the FBI to, to reopen the investigation. And he wants to say that he's not going to play partisan politics with, with the Department of Justice. That's, that's horse crap. There are legitimate crimes that were committed. And you cannot tell me, V, that somebody who sat in the Senate for you know just as many years as John McCain and somebody you know I don't even think whoever recommended Sessions being hired, you know I think Trump did it and he was a little bit hesitant about about doing it. It's probably Mike Pence. And then we get this conversation about about Huber that Huber is doing all these things in the background, but then we get Rand Paul saying, well, what's Huber doing other than racking up airline mileage, flying back and forth to to Kansas, you know, we know Huber was a, a was a an Obama appointee. Yeah, he was uh, a there, strikeout artist, man. He hasn't really won any major cases at all. He hasn't won anything. So, so, so we run that risk. We we run that risk of not putting the correct pressure on Donald Trump to do something. And that's the thing that I'm asking of the community, the Q community, is that let's not wait. Let's continuously. You know, put the pressure on this administration, on Sessions to do something and make it very public. Make it very public instead of just just waiting and 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 hoping for the best. We can't do that because there's a real risk here. There's a real risk here of, of the things that they're doing, and and you know that the deep state, you know that these these career politicians, they're they're not going to go easily into the night. Uh, so I'm just hoping that with this and Trump coming out and saying that, you know, yeah, he's going to keep session until potentially you know november and i'm sure he's worried about some some political fallout that it it doesn't get viewed that this is more you know three 3d and 4d chess that's, that's happening i believe that this this war this fallout between sessions is trump is is, is very real and and that doesn't yeah. mean that that q was a, a bad actor or q was a, a a bad player it just maybe means that he got one aspect of it wrong and and what's wrong with that? Any you know we've got we've got things wrong before V. It's perfectly fine, but right. the risk again is by waiting back, and you have thousands of people who are just hoping, waiting for the best, and 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 there's there's little wins here, there's little wins there, and that someday that 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 all these prosecutions are going to happen. It's it's time to bring this to the surface. It, it's time to you know for Trump to start exposing this, to talk about these things happening. And and if if there's a certain percentage of Americans that can't handle this truth, then so be it, V. Yeah, I mean, you know, the greatest litmus test here, CJ, is what we've been saying forever. The greatest litmus test. I'm telling you folks right now. Two thousand. You know, I just did an interview with uh, David over X22, and I kind of war game some alternative scenarios with Dave. Uh, that interview will be up uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday. So uh, you know, keep posted for that. But, you know, it's not time to panic is one of the things I said, <clears throat> because here's a real litmus test. And CJ and I have been hammering it since October of 2016. And that is you. The real litmus test is not whether they impeach Trump or not, because they just can't do it. You can take that off the table. The real litmus test is the 2018 midterm elections. If we lose the 2018 midterm elections, I mean, CJ, I cannot imagine the horror. Okay. I cannot imagine the horror 
the bad news, the uh-oh moment. Like, holy, I will have a holy crap moment. I seriously would. I seriously would. And then at that point, everyone should kick it into high gear to A, make as much money as possible, get your preps in order, and uh, brace yourself. I mean, that's exactly how I feel, Siege. That's the litmus test. And I think we can't we can't sit idly by, you know, just looking at what's happening on these chat boards on the Internet and not be involved in the local elections. We cannot get distracted. We cannot celebrate because the war, when Trump won the election, the war wasn't over. It just begun. You folks, you got to understand this. The war just begun. We need to drive all the way. We need to drive all the way into the very haunt of the deep state and kill them, all of them. Bring them to justice. Make them stand trial. Get them purged out of the system. They are the cancer that must be purged. That must be purged. Siege. Well said, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think with that, brother, we're at the uh, end of the show. I think we covered anything. Anything else you want to touch? Yeah. uh, A big day lined up here at Rogue. So at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, we have Eric from Tradcat Night. And and I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say in terms of, of, of the Vatican and um, everything, a lot of pressure right now mounting yeah. um, for for uh, the Pope to 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 resign. Execution occur, um, you know, you know the crimes against humanity against the children. So Eric will right. be with us at 11 a.m. and then we'll be following that up real strong with uh, Harley at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you know, Harley always always delivers truth and uh, clarity. So 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 it's a big day here at Rogue. So don't go anywhere. Absolutely. And with that being said, folks, we are over and out. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. Please tell your friends and family to subscribe to the one channel that does it all. We do it all from all angles. Rogue news, baby. Rogue news all the way. With that being said, CJ, take it away.